0: Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now onto the show. Today's episode is brought to you by thecontractvault.com. With over 80 contracts and counting, The Contract Vault is your all-access pass to industry-specific contract templates. These contracts are drafted specifically for online business owners. I've been there. I have Googled different contracts, but I was let down because those contracts aren't reliable for online business owners. They're used for manufacturing purposes and brick and mortar purposes. You're an online business owner, you need specific contracts to your online business. So that's exactly what the Contract Vault has done. Not only do they provide you with the contract templates you can use, but there's also a Facebook group where Andrea goes live every single month teaching you the law. So you're not only just getting the contracts, you're learning the law and being empowered to stay out of legal trouble because you know what the law is. That's what happens with most business owners. They don't get in trouble because they mean to do something that gets them in trouble. They just don't know what the law is. So with a contract vault, it's essentially your business legal school. And as being a loyal listener of the Legalpreneur podcast, just use promo code podcast and save 50% off of your first month. I'm excited about this. I hope you're excited because you're saving 50% off your first month and you get the contracts and you get the Facebook group. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. Use promo code podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I have a very practical episode for you today. And it's a question that I get quite often because that's how I create these episodes and figure out what content I'm going to be providing you guys with. It's what questions am I getting? And I know that if one person is asking, then many other people also have the same exact question. So today's episode is about registered agents. If you have Ever filed an LLC, which is a limited liability company, or if you've thought about it, if you've looked into the process or whatever, then you have probably heard the term registered agent. Well, what does it mean? Who is the registered agent? Who can be the registered agent? What do they do? All those questions and more are going to be answered on this episode. But before we get to the good stuff, I have to remind you that the trademark course is coming up very, very soon. And if you want early access plus a discount to the trademark course, then you need to go to the thetrademarkcourse.com and get on the waitlist. So we're launching this in just a couple of weeks, but if you're on the waitlist, you get early access to the course plus a discount. So if you want to learn how to file your own trademark applications, get them approved, and how to enforce these trademarks without actually spending money on legal fees, well, then you want to sign up for the trademark course because we're walking you through the entire process, teaching you how to create more trademarks within your brand in order to increase the value of your business. So if... That sounds interesting to you, which if you're a business owner, it should sound very appealing to you. Then go to thetrademarkcourse.com right now, sign up to be on the wait list, and we will get you some more info about that very, very soon. Okay, now on to today's episode, a registered agent. What exactly is it? Now, this person or entity, so it can be an individual or an entity it is somebody that is designated to receive essentially official mail on behalf of your company. And when I say official mail, basically it's service of process, which if you're sued, then this person, the registered agent, is going to receive the notice of the lawsuit on behalf of the company. And then if there's any government correspondence, that's that's going to the registered agent. And any compliance-related documents on behalf of the LLC, all of that goes to the registered agent. So when I say official mail, that means service of process government notices, and compliance-related documents. All of that is going to the registered agent, and the registered agent then has the responsibility to get that information to you, the owner of the business or whoever is designated within the business to receive this mail. There's a couple of requirements. First of all, The registered agent either has to be an individual over the age of 18 or an entity. So it can also be another company that is the registered agent. And there are tons of companies out there that their whole business is just being the registered agent for these other companies. So basically, they just get this mail, they send it to you, and then that's their whole job. And if you're looking for a registered agent, you can typically find... You can find it anywhere I've seen from like $50 a year to like $500 a year. So if you don't personally want to be the registered agent, you can pay somebody else to be your registered agent. Now that leads me to my next point. You as an individual, the owner of the company, you absolutely can be the registered agent of your own company. Now, do you want to be? That may be a different question depending on your role in the company or your role in other areas of life will depend on whether you want to be the registered agent so when considering who you want to be the registered agent if you're considering being the registered agent yourself you have to make sure that you will normally be available at the address listed during regular business hours so this means you cannot put a po box as the address for the registered agent. And if you don't normally work at the address that you are listing for the registered agent, then you probably don't want to be the actual registered agent. So let's say you put your home address for, you know, the registered agent and you put yourself as the registered agent. Well, if this is your side hustle, and you have a nine to five job where you normally are out of your house, so you go to another place to work, well, then you probably don't want to be your registered agent because you're not normally available to receive these notices. And if you're not available to receive these notices, the official mail, then you may get in trouble. Now, I don't want to say like you're going to get in a lot of trouble, but trust me, if you are not working from home and you want to put your home address as the registered agent that's probably not going to be the best idea. So if there are multiple owners in the business, then you can select just one of you to be the registered agent. Again, make sure that person is regularly working from home or regularly working from wherever that address is listed because if they're not regularly there or available, well then you may run into some trouble. So Just remember, the registered agent is listed to receive official mail, which is service of process, what you receive when you get sued, government notices, and compliance-related documents. In order to be a registered agent, you have to be over the age of 18, or you have to be a legal entity, and they have to be in the state where you file the LLC, So if you are in Texas, you can't have a registered agent in Ohio. That just doesn't work. The registered agent does have to live or have the address in the state that you have filed your LLC. All right. So not a long episode, but this is something that I get asked quite often, and it's something that I knew needed to be answered once and for all on the podcast. So I hope this was a nice, quick episode and something digestible for you. If you have any questions or if you're like, hey, I would love to hear this answered on an upcoming episode of the podcast, don't hesitate to reach out. You can always text me and you can always reach out to me on Instagram. And don't forget, go to the trademarkcourse.com and sign up to be on the waitlist for the trademark course. I am very, very excited for this upcoming course. And I know that you guys are going to absolutely love it. All right, I'll see you guys next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. And it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.